This episode of Lucas Tigers and Browns is brought to you by PWCC. Head over to pwccmarketplace.com and register. It only takes a few minutes, and it's 100% free. There you'll find weekly auctions with thousands of items, all starting at $10, closing every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You have to be registered to bid. They have the most transparent buyer's premium feature in the industry and extended bidding like no other auction house. Give it a try. You might find something you love. Of refractors, Luca Nation, seven eighty eight. Is that right or eight eight seventy nine? Yeah, just a bunch of numbers. Loud There's a lot numbers. of numbers. What Welcome back to the mean? PWCC Weekly. <laughs> Loud. <laughs> um, you guys are in for a treat today. I've got some cards and some topics highlighted for the show. I'm sure Cage does as well. Uh, it, it's it's a buyer season. You know what is it? Christmas is. Next Sunday, next Sunday's auction will be basically ending on Christmas. So buckle up, enjoy the buckle ride. And, did you tackle uh, any deer today? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I did, dude. I actually, I, I tackled deer in, uh, in the weight room. There's something fun about lifting weights once you're back into it and it becomes like a little bit of a habit. I, I feel good. I feel good. I feel strong. All right, and you you have been working out two times a day every day for a while now. You're you're doing your uh, you're doing your thing, my Bob. Yeah, Gemman cards. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's actually one of our tiger holders. So he also does seventy five hard, and he, he and his wife finished it maybe you know three months ago, and he's like, "Let's go right back on it." And, well, when someone else does something, there's something inspirational. He didn't actually say get back on it, uh, but him completing it reminded me of how good I feel on it. So. I actually finished mine on on my birthday in seven days, but that low period is always interesting. You kind of just want to sprint right through because I'm excited for what we're building in 2023. Cage, I don't want. I don't, I'm a momentum guy. Do you like to have your birthday with Hanukkah overlapping? You know, people have to double up the presents. You know, do you not get as many presents? Do people say, okay, this is your, this is the soap and the pair of socks? That's your birthday and Hanukkah combined. Hanukkah presents are the worst, by the way, for anybody else. I probably haven't worried about it since I was like 20. Okay. Because there's something, even if you do get presents from grandparents and relatives, it feels a little weird getting presents after like 30. <coughs> well, how about some flowers from the from the crew? Tell tell everybody. You know what? We don't even need to know what day it is. The rest, there are only 14 days left in the year, everybody. It doesn't even matter. If he wants to tell you what day his birthday is, great. Start sending Andrew birthday wishes right now as you listen to this. Send Andrew birthday wishes We have a sophisticated crew. They know a week <laughs> from when we record today's the 17th. They could add seven days. So the 26th? Yes, on Boxing Day. <laughs> yes, kidding. For yeah, all of our it. soccer fans, this is a blessing. We have no downtime. Basically, <laughs> after the final tomorrow... We wait a week and we're back into, you know, the, the, we have EPL Boxing Day. The day after Christmas is always super fun. They have a slate of games. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun, Cage. Boxing Day. That's what they call it in England. They should have boxing on Boxing Day. That's one of those things, you know. It's one of those weird, like, it kind of gets me kind of gets me out there. Like, what? They probably on? did until the promoters of boxing raped and pillaged that organization and now oh no one God. cares about boxing outside of logan paul it was like don king day it, 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 is that is that fiction what i said i i mean pillaging is an interesting thing you know i mean it's just one of those words that you just don't it doesn't get used often enough 
we should bring the word pillaging back into the hobby content a little bit more. Well, I'm learning these words, these things. huge words from our hobby trolls. They oh, uh, they teach me a lot of these no. huge, very very interesting words. They, so the I, word they always use for me is clown. They just you know I'm a clown. I amuse you. That's what I've learned. I've learned the word clown from from folks. What do you think of my video? What do you think of I my didn't watch video? The whole thing. You posted it during the comeback of the of the Vikings. I mean, so what? It was, you know, the game was game was basically done. You knew what was going to happen at that point in time. So thirty three nothing. I knew exactly that the Vikings. I didn't post it when it was thirty three nothing. I posted it when it was basically tied. You know, when the Vikings, the Colts couldn't do anything. You know, that was when that was when it was in the bag. That was when you know the, the NFL gave the old whistle down. You know, hey There's, guys, Vikings, let's go. You think so? They called back two touchdowns on yeah. defense. Yeah, all kinds of makeup. Not really. I mean, they called back one, which was a clear penalty, and they called the other one. They still he got the they got the fumble right. They just didn't give, they didn't give him the touchdown. So um, it's kind of a big call. Why? They gave him the ball at the thirty, or I mean, they, they then there was a personal foul. Stupid because, personal foul. This okay. dumb guy took his helmet off. Yeah, the guy's an idiot. <laughs> what, what a what a, what a jackass! Well, you can't uh, take your helmet off. We've had this conversation before. I know it's eight hundred some episodes, but we always get back to the same thing, which is there are rules and you have to follow them, or there are consequences. It's one of these things you will learn. What is it? for by calendars? We are a couple weeks away from being in our fourth calendar year of doing this. I'm learning that you can tackle deer in the gym, and you will eventually learn rules. Follow if not penalty right you know you know one of elon <laughs> musk's rules at uh at his organizations is break rules use common sense okay but he's talking about like the rules of physics he's probably uh, not talking about like um, um like the ref makes a terrible call don't yeah. make the call worse by calling a personal foul because the person you called the bad penalty on that's not, not what he means that's not what he means at all. I'm sure that's not what he means because he doesn't care about football. <laughs> that's I understand not what he all. means at all. <laughs> no, no. He's, he, he does not mean, hey, if a rule is broken, a ref should ignore it. That's not what he no, means. What he's trying to say is that there are rules out there that, that belie common sense. And I understand what you are trying to there say. There was a fumble. Yeah. He recovered it, take it, took it back for a touchdown. The ref blew the play dead. Already one mistake. Mm -hmm. The guy got mad, so he throws the ref throws a flag to compound the ref's one mistake. Now he has two mistakes. That's not a mistake. The second one was not a mistake. The there's guy took his helmet off. There's an took amazing. His off. Can't take there's off. an amazing phrase, uh, and it reminds me a little bit of the hobby right now. It's if you chase after two rabbits, you'll catch none. Have you ever heard that before? Yes. Okay. I feel. What happens if you only chase after one rabbit? Most of the time, you'll get it. But Correct. two, you know, you're, you're you're splitting up your attention. This has been the week of Brock Purdy, right? Sure. People are chasing Brock Purdy cards. Next week, there will be someone else to chase. And then the week after that will be someone else. I'm curious. How are you thinking about 2023? Buying, selling. I, I'm starting right off and saying there are going to be some opportunities in this weekly auction at different price ranges to look at LeBron cards. Oh, okay. Because Listen, that's a rabbit that no one's chasing right now. We've it? had this conversation a bunch of times where, oh, the LeBron, oh, the LeBron market's hitting a bottom. Look at the pricing. It's evening out. And then she takes another step down. You know, you even you even pulled out a nice little finance term of catching a falling knife the other day when, when referencing LeBron. Um, you know, I happen to think that as 2023 starts, LeBron's going to be in the news. 
and and finally, maybe in a positive way. Um, and you don't have to look too far back. I mean, even when the market was sort of on a downtrend, when Steph Curry was breaking the three-point record, which is a far cry from the all-time points record, but he was setting the all-time three-point record, people were all over Curry. I mean, he also happened to be doing it in a season where he was overperforming and the team wound up winning a championship, which is, you know, pretty impressive in and of itself. doesn't look like LeBron's team is going to be doing that, although he is performing quite well for someone his age. Um, I think he's 796 points shy or something like that. You know, you know, if he averages 26 points a game, he'll be able to do it around February 11th, I think was the last tracker I looked at, which is interesting because, you know, if he does it in that week, I think the all-star break is, you know, like February 19th or something like that. So like there's a little bit of a break there, a little bit of hiatus, but you know, you got to figure if he either gets it done right before the break, right after the break, there's a lot of talk about him, probably a lot of talk about him either breaking the record right before all-star break or, you know, um, you know, he's going to get it right after the break. So there's going to be a lot of LeBron talks and be a lot of like, you know, Hey, look at the team. They're doing okay. Is he going to make the playoffs then? Do you know what the, you know how many games back they are? No, because everybody is jumbled up. Like the last week, the Suns played, I think it was the Pelicans, and the Suns were the one seed when they played, and the Pelicans were like the sixth seed. And two days later, we looked at the chart, and they played again, and the Pelicans were the one seed, and the Suns were like a fifth seed. You're like, wow. I mean, this early, it's all kind of jumbled up. Are they a game out of playoff contention or where? There's seven games out of first place, Cage. Yes. So, I mean, but but think about that. That, like, we've, we're, NBA is interesting because a lot of people, the the, the people I respect actually understand this. They say NBA starts after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And you, I think you've actually said that before on this show as well. We're approaching that. But the point is, we wrote off LeBron so early in the season. We actually wrote off the Nets early, early in the season. And both teams, both of these players are guys I would look for in this auction. So one LeBron cards. There, are Le- there's a exquisite rookie, the cream of the crop, a twenty three thousand dollar card right now on the auction, and there's everything in between, all the way to fifty dollar rookie cards. So there are opportunities, whether you're a collector, any price range, any grade level. There are LeBron cards in this auction, and I urge you guys to take a look at them. Can I, I pull one out? Sure, that, that I like. I, I mean, might as well, right? We're talking about LeBron, a cool one you don't see too often. As a matter of fact, it's crazy to be in a weekly. I'm pretty sure the pop on this in PSA 10 is nine. Can I like you put the, the rookie auto. The exclusives. Put LeBron yep. exclusives and pull that one up. This way people could kind of take a look at that one. <laughs> pop nine, I think, is yeah, I mean, absolutely it's right. just a cool different card. I mean, you know, you think of LeBron, okay, everybody's got it, but that's a cool one. We gave the regular card raw as a play on the show when we were giving card yeah. plays two years ago. And people were buying it for $2, $5. We gave the Carmelo Anthony one of this. People were grading them and sending us pictures back. Long card auto as well. This is a sweet card. I mean, it's a cool card, nice auto, and it's a 10. Yep. I'm one of my favorite these. poses of LeBron, too, on a card. And, I mean, look, it's not cheap. It's not for everybody. But, you know, by comparison to other LeBron autos out there, rookie auto, really cool card. Just a really nice card. There's a lot of LeBron in here, though. You know, the, I mean, it, there's a there's a ton of LeBron. I mean, honestly, we're not going to spend the whole show. Uh, it has you know second, third year gold, like you could see. You could have second year tops gold. You have rookies from you know rookie tens. There, there's everything here. I'll go to the second guy I just mentioned. I'll popcorn mm-hmm. to you. It's Kevin Durant refractors cage. So Durant. Both of these guys are guys that have been priced. I think they've priced in all the negative news, basically, and probably more. There's two. There's one. Uh, refractor 
PSA 10, that's at $5,000 right now. Mm -hmm. That's a $6,000 card, $6,300 card. But there's also a PSA 8, and that one's sitting at 500 bucks, where the value of a PSA 8 is 1600 mm -hmm. right? So if one's sitting at 5000 with buyers, we already know it's 6000 right? There's not really much room for you to get a good deal. But the 8 that might go missed is sitting at 500 when recent comps are $1,600. i will pull that card up for you guys just so you could see. But uh, also another player that the Nets are actually outperforming. They're in, I think, fourth place in the East right now. Yeah, the Nets are playing pretty well. They're playing pretty well as a team. Here's the 10 at 5000 bucks. And here's the here's the 8.5. I apologize. It's sitting at 600 bucks. PSA eights of this card are 1600 bucks. And here's what's amazing about this BG, BGS 8.5. Got a nine on the centering, mm -hmm. but left to right, it's beautiful centering left to right and top to bottom. I feel like this was a bit harsh on the centering. Uh, so take a look at this. This is uh, Durant's rookie refractor. Two cards. I like it. Cool card. Uh, you want to stick with basketball and finish out the segment? I like Durant. I mean, Durant and LeBron, it, it, there's no surprise you're picking them because they're down 70 or 80% from peak, but it's because they were up 5,000%, you know, or some ridiculous. I may be shortchanging it, um, you know, on the way up. Um, you want to give the line? Now you give a Durant card. You guys have, you know, uh, 37 seconds left to buy Durant when he comes to New York and – when the New, York, New York championships hit different. Scores 50. New York championships hit different. So that's the poster child for the run. I mean, you know, Durant and LeBron where people put their money and the, the money has left and, you know, the prices have gone down. And it's funny when I started putting money back in LeBron, you know, LeBron and Durant were kind of like, the, okay, we're, we, we might be finally hitting a bottom. You're here much better than me. You're in December. I was there in May and there clearly was still some bottom left to go. There's a ground here, Monty. There's a ground. There's no ground. That's the golden child. You watched Eddie a lot Murphy. of movies today. So, no, this isn't today. This is old. Basketball. I have when one. You dream, do you dream in movies? Do you, when you dream, do you dream in color? No. So, I have. Well, that's sad for you. So, I have a card for you. It's the other end of the spectrum now, besides the LeBron. You ready for this? Like, you put in. Your birth year, 1942. 1969, um, actually. Charlie, I, was already, I, was, I was already 57 years old when this one came out. 1969, Lou, L E W. Because I'm not going to do Kareem again. It's Kareem. It's a 69 Lou Alcindor, which everyone knows I owned. But Who this one's more. That was my soccer coach. This one is more in wow. the, the wheelhouse. That one. I want the wow. Read the inscription out loud, please. Please zoom in on that. So, guys, what we're looking at here is a cool Kareem rookie with an inscription. And after you read it, I want to know. Read it. Pull it up for me. Come on. Zoom in and read the inscription. Okay, Jesus. A lot of inscriptions. Let's go. You're bossy. I'm bossy today. Abdul-Jabbar, six-time NBA champ, 19-time All-Star, Hall of Fame class of 95, rookie of the, of the year in 70, I think that says. The captain, 90, 1969 dra first draft number one pick, two times NBA final MVP. Now, does that inscription help or hurt this card's value? Help. Go. How? He basically wrote an essay. I'm getting an essay and a card. <laughs> yeah. He basically scribbled the whole card. It's just ink. Yeah. It is, it's, it's it a is. personal note to me. On the back, he said, <laughs> Andrew, till we meet again. I mean, he might as well. He is a gift resume. card. I'm taking it with me. It's like a resume. I mean, that, that card is like, here you go. Here's everything you need to know about me. You're hired, Kareem. And he writes Kareem on it when the card says Lou Alcindor, which is another cool, interesting thing. Because sometimes I say, look at the 1969 Kareem rookie. 
and Andrew pulls up Kareem, but it doesn't show up because there's Luas in there. So you get a little bit of both. It's like Cassius Clay card signed Muhammad Ali. Interesting stuff. You, this is one of those things where I've talked about <laughs> hey, a house with a pool. It'll split the it'll split the buying pool <laughs> for lack of a better way, right? Some people want a pool, some people don't. Some people want autos on their cards, some people don't. Some people would I think like that inscription because it's interesting. Some people are like uh, if you're gonna sign the card, <laughs> like sign the card. I don't need your whole life story on there. So it's it's I think it's cool because it's unique and it's different. That's why I pulled that one out. It's about the other end of the spectrum from I LeBron. love that you went here. So you guys want a Andrew tic-tac-toe one two three chess type of play so along these same lines if you guys we talk about there's so many shows if you guys list out all of the autograph shows around the country coming up yeah and you could circle the ones that are driving distance to you you can use these weekly auctions to buy very nicely centered low grade cards of the guests that will be at those shows and get inscribed autographs of these legends. Hakeem Olajuwon comes to mind. Joe Montana comes to mind. There's more money in the hobby. So these athletes now know that it's worth their time to come out to shows and autograph. Agree or disagree? Agree. There are, there's a 1986 Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem someone who signs a lot. So this isn't a great example, but stay with me. 1986 Fleer Hakeem. In this auction, at a PSA 6, really nicely centered, $5 right now. $5 on weekly auction. You could buy that card. You'll be at a show. He'll probably be at the Chantilly show next year in Virginia. Stop looking at me like that, please. It's throwing me off. And just too handsome. Him to concentrate. Right. So think about that. You're probably going to go to the show anyway if you're in the area. Sure. The card is five bucks. Let's say it ends at 15. I don't know. Three bucks. I don't know. You'll tell me where it ends. You go and get it signed. Is that a $50 card? A $60 card? I don't know. Is it a, is it a cool PC item for a Hakeem Olajuwon who does not? Um, you know, make it to that show, but you've just added value just because you're there anyway. You pay for the auto, and you know, I think it's a it's a very cool thing. Yet another card where the player's name is different than on the card. Oh, that's why you were making that face, Hakeem. Hakeem. You, were, you were stuck. Someone pulled the plug, and you couldn't undo the face. No, I mean the face was good. You know, I mean the face. I was wondering where you were going with that. Sometimes I start a sentence. I don't even know where it's going. I, well, most of the time, I think. Is Here really is a that. sentence that I know exactly where it's going. We all knew that the Luca Blue Prism PSA 10, there were three people who bought that card. 24000 21000 18000 Okay, fine. Let's call that a $20,000 card. Right now, you have a BGS 9.5 with a surface grade of 9 on this weekly auction sitting at $3,800. Now. I don't know where that card ends. None of us do, right? We know PSA 10s. Okay, but right now it's sitting at one-fifth, one-sixth of the price of a PSA 10. That's a card that I think you guys should put on your radar. 3800 bucks okay. for BGS 9.5 Luca right now. I like it. You want to know why? Because even in 18, there weren't as many cards, there weren't as many releases, and there weren't as many parallels for rookies, for youngsters. And that is a sought-after parallel. And it's going to be a theme I carry over into the next card, the last basketball one we do, and we'll jump away from this. Even though Luca's stuff, there was a lot of it, right? There's nowhere near as many as there are of Kate Cunningham and Evan Mobley no. and all these releases and all these. Okay. What, what's the matter? I thought you were going to give Kate as a play. I apologize. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying these guys, you know, that they're parallels. The parallels are out there. And the 2018 Prism Blue is a great one because it's one that people want. It's a color match, you name it, and you're, you're getting it at a discount to the 10. 
That's exactly where I'm going with mine. In 09, there were even less parallels. And if you go with the right player, you get somebody who's got some hardware. You get somebody who's got some championships. You get somebody who's got some pedigree. And because the card is limited and there weren't as many uh, parallels in the flagship products as there are nowadays, you're able to sneak in, just like you just did with a lower grade, pull up the 09 Tops Gold Curry. 09 Tops Gold Curry. In this auction, there's a PSA 8. Now, these cards, Tops Gold, just like the baseball trout that I tout, they're numbered to the year, 2009. There are 2009 copies. That sounds like a lot, right? But this is Steph. It is rookie Steph. It is, um, you know, Tops was the only stuff they had out there, obviously, unless you want to go with the, you know, his, his um, you know, the national treasure stuff. But look at this card. I mean, this is a Steph. They all had chipping around the edges. It's such a difficult card to grade. Yep. And yet here you have this one, recently graded as a PSA 8 for a <laughs> fraction of what a 9 or a 10 would sell for. And guys, you know what this is. You know that it is Steph. You know that it is his flagship rookie. It is tops. It is gold. Everybody loves gold. There's only 2009 of these out there, you know? So are you able to pick one up at a little bit of a discount because it's got a little chipping on it and it's in a PSA 8 slab? Perfect so, centering. This is this is one you might card, consider right? SGC or, P, or BGS on because you already know the you're going to get a 9.5 subgrade on the centering, maybe even a 10 uh, if you just look at that. Okay, you know the edges get a 9. But if you get a 9.5, 9.5 on the corners and surface, you're sitting really pretty. Yep. It's a nice card. Do you want that or the Bowman? Gun to your head. That. You go tops. Cage yeah, because it's tops, it's flagship, and it's gold. Class, class, I, mean, class. I like the gold. Yeah. That's my best. What do you gold. like more? Go ahead. Wedding or holiday season? Is that is that the right one? Wedding? What do you mean wedding? You mean like wedding crashers? That's the line. Yeah, you don't even watch enough movies. It's, I mean, I like, I personally like holiday season. I don't like wedding season. That's kind of silly, but I never crash weddings like you. <laughs> I, I think crashing a wedding funerals. like, yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty smart. Like that's fishing with dynamite, it's not even fair. Oh, it's so silly. It's like, it's like trying to tackle a deer. You ready? <laughs> Football. I want to know what you think of this parallel. It's a BGS Pop 2 in BGS 9.5. It is a 2018 Panini Prism Blue Shimmer Josh Allen. That is number nine of nine, right? I think the Josh Allen community deserves credit for their collector base. I, have, I haven't heard a lot of FUD come out of that community. Nope. His prices are down a little bit, but if he wins you know, a couple more games and has a little playoff success... Kid, I mean, you're the one that hates shimmers. So why yes, are you bringing me a shimmer? Because I'm here? asking you what you think. Because this is a really nice card. It's numbered to nine. You could argue it is close to a color match. Blue shimmers are sort of lighter blue, but it, you know, you got a blue. It's BGS nine five. Real nice card, right? Um, I think there are two of them with none higher in this. Obviously, you know, there's only nine of them, so you're not gonna have a huge pop at any grade. But it's you know, Prism's I think at a tough, discount, man. right? To where you know a regular <laughs> non-shimmer would be, you know, gold. What what does his gold out of ten sell for? I think the Prism market, both NBA and football, requires some creative storytelling mm. that I'm not equipped to do. I don't know 
oh, if the gold is, you know, this much, the blue shimmer should be this much, and then the color match should be this much. There's some really, there's some sharks out there with that that whole, div, you know, denominator game. I'm not, I'm not equipped to play it. You're more of a numerator guy. I'm a numerator guy. All right, okay. So we, I'll move along. How about one that's more your language? Okay. 2001 playoff contenders, Ladanian Tomlinson, Let's rookie go. auto PSA 10. 2001, Ladi, premier rookie of perhaps the greatest back of the 2000s. You could argue football legends are still cheap, although some of them are starting to catch up. You saw what the you know what the Emmett Smith Green did for recently in the premiere. You saw um, you know Jerry Rice's cards are all starting to take off. Barry Sanders' cards selling for a lot of money. Well, Danian Tomlinson is more your speed. You know this is your guy. So it is a two thousand one. My speed, I would say maybe just a, a smidge faster, but he had better ball carrying skills. What I actually like, as you said, the contenders rookie. Look what's right next to it. You got the 2002 SP Authentic with a 1010 mm-hmm. for 70 bucks. Second year. Nice card. Second year. Nice card. But here's the thing like, you know, LT is probably not going to be a great investment. Is that Why? fair to say? No. I mean, how much? I mean, you guys tell me in the comments. I love LT. If you played fantasy football, mm-hmm. you know, LT is that guy. Do you really believe that? You're putting your money in there as a store of value. Do you think that there's potential upside, or is it you're a collector and you love him? Because I yeah, don't I see think, much appreciation opportunity with. I mean, him. I think there are, you know, there are fans of his I think who realize are. that if Justin Herbert cards are selling for what they're selling for, I can go in and get his best car with his best grade out there for you know pennies on the dollar for what people are paying for Brock Purdy cards. I know, but fourteen fifty is not pennies on the dollar. Sure, if you compare it to like a Josh Allen, but if you just compare it to like rent. You're like, what? I'm not going to. I'd rather buy the $70 version than the. Well, this is why we have this conversation. It's the same yeah, thing. I, I, it's not the same thing. The $70 card is one where I would not <laughs> expect much appreciation on, but it is a very cool card for someone like you who enjoyed success in fantasy playing with LaDainian Tomlinson as you're running back. It's a cool piece. I'm going to put it up there and put it in my collection. The Contenders card is one that if the hobby grows and if the football collector fan base grows, there's an appreciation for an all-time great running back, and that's the card people are going to gravitate towards when they're looking for LaDainian Tomlinson. To you me, so? even with the sticker stuff. auto, yeah, sticker auto contenders, man. It's football, it's contenders. That was the one after Mr. Brady. Which, by the way, let's let's stick with contenders. And then I have one more football after this. There, 2000 playoff contenders set. Type that in for me. 2000 football contenders set. Don't see this too often. And I'll take a big chug as you're finding it. 2000 playoff contenders set. Sneaky play for you. I'm expecting you to buy this because it has a PSA authentic Tom Brady rookie auto in it and the complete set with everybody else in it. Sneaky. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I'm pretty sure Erlacher is the other, I don't want to call it a key. He's a defensive back, but he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's him right there. Right? Um, I'm trying to remember who else is in this. Maybe Jamal Lewis. The running back of for the Ravens maybe was in the yeah, set. Yeah, two thousand yard season that nobody even talks about. 
but just a cool set. You don't see this set put together. I mean, this is, you know, one of those set collector kind of things. I don't think there are any, you know, humongous keys in this set other than the Brady. We saw the Urlacher. Um, there's some, there's some other cool guys, but you know, that's a completed set. That's a cool one to take a For look sure. at. And you're going to talk about cool cards. For someone like me who watched football in the 80s and 90s, cards, from a collector standpoint, from a, hey, this is one I want to buy and show people who collected and who watched sports when I watched, it doesn't get much better than this. You ready for this? 2005 Ultimate Collection, Marino. Type that for me and see what comes up. You guys really like Marino. Wait for it. It's better. It's better. This is him in the pet detective uniform. Oh, and and Joe. There Montana. you go. It is, guys. The 2005 Ultimate Collection Duel: Dan Marino and Joe Montana patch auto out of five in a BGS eight five slab. I mean, talk about a Grail patch auto. You get both. You know, we talk about duels. You know, Andrew was talking about how twenty thousand dollars is a bargain for a patch auto of uh, Anthony Edwards and uh, Tyrese Halliburton. And, you know, I mean, those guys may turn out to do something, but chances are they won't do as much for their sport as this duo did here. When did I say that? You did. Remember, it was a dual logo man patch. I, I certainly didn't say it's a bargain, but let's just skip yes. over and not derail. Bar bargain. You did not say bargain, but you said this could be something. This could be something, this card. I'll, I'll pull up the text. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the text. We're going to lose the guy. Look at this. It's pretty nice, right? The Marino on card. I cool like Montana it. patch. Come on, it's four hundred and ten dollars. My only issue is, is there a Dan Marino Ace Ventura patch auto out there? Is there that the grill? Be. Is there I a one? It. One? Can of you one flip out? that over to the, uh, if it's still up to the back of the card and see if it, I, does it say game use? That's an NFT. I don't own that. <laughs> you dick. It, oh, is it game used? Yeah, I'm just always curious to see whether or not the older ones. I mean, it was 05 Ultimate Collection Upper Deck. I'm, uh, chances are it's game used. I mean, it doesn't have one of those like. This is not from a game used patch personally autographed by Dan Marino and Joe Montana on the front of this card. Are kind of cool pieces. Yep, ten autos on card autos, right? Well, it's just two autos. Marino, not ten, and, not ten. but ten. They're graded ten. The back of the oh, card has right. the back of ten auto. <laughs> All right. So uh, Andrew doesn't want to talk about football cards. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drop uh, an item and just let Andrew go because this is right right in his area. I'm gonna put myself on mute after I say this. It is a Wata 8.5 graded Nintendo sealed Legend of Zelda. Go. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Okay, so I'll talk about a card that I actually care about uh, and not. Okay, so while you're loop. looking for that card, I'm going to tell you this is the original Legend of Zelda sealed. It does not have the highest grade out there. Obviously, a Wata 8.5. No one Wata. cares about sealed video games, dude. dude. You, were, you, you are, are wrong. Like, Take a look at this. You were ranting about cool. there's no soccer collectors. Who cares about video games in, in, a, in like a sheet of plastic, like bulletproof <laughs> plastic around it? People do. I don't personally, but people for, do. For what purpose? I don't know, man. Wata. PSA <laughs> bought that. They, you know, this is a collector. Wata. Wata. You say it. Okay. Wata. Wata. It's Wata. ECCE. Authenticate. Wata. I know there's a million authenticators. What actually, makes you know what? video game collecting this, a thing? I don't, I don't want this soda, actually. Hey, can you guys, can you give me a glass of Wata? No, so good. I'm gonna stick with the soda. <laughs> it would have worked. The kids know you don't drink water, mm. so they're like, "Dad, we we cut that yeah, off." They're like, "Really? Money. Can we just give you Chick Fil A instead?" Right. We don't do water in this house there. anymore. We're trying to buy cards. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so you Definitely. want me to pull up The Legend of yeah, Zelda? You could just sit there and pull yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> so here's no? actually a cool card. This is a super, super cool card. All right, and I want to ask your opinion, but... Okay, so this is the dreaded BGS white label. We, we all agree how it looks. Mm-hmm. But this is where you have to really think as a collector. Okay, Surface 6.5. Gotcha. We have a serial number... 77 out of 199 select rookie auto of Luca. This is one where crack this thing out, put it in a mag, and keep it for life. You have a rookie auto with Luca's jersey number. I have to ask you something, Gage. Can we How get B- B- back into maybe grade this 7.7 instead? Because that would just rock. That would be cool. <laughs> HGA, if you're listening. Custom label. <laughs> um, custom labels, custom grades, actually, by the way. That's right. Can, uh, I, got a, I got an 8 here. Can you downgrade it to a 7.7 7 yeah. for me? I want a Luca 7.7 7 out of 10. Does it bother you? So this happened uh, in Flawless uh, as well in 2018. They didn't put rookie stamps on, but it's still the rookie. Doesn't bother Free- me. What I'll you tell you thinking? why it doesn't bother me personally, because that is something that did not exist when I was collecting. You're right. The Joe Montana card doesn't have a rookie stamp. Nope. Jerry Rice doesn't say rookie. And you even get confused because, you know, they've used some of the terminology from when I collected. Like, you know, Bo Jackson had a Topps traded rookie. Um, but in 87 Tops, it had future star. You know, the card said future star. Some rookie cards had future stars on them. Hockey's now, young guns. Hockey says young guns, right? It's it does this. Well, I don't think it's that's just a certain upper deck thing. Not, not, but they don't all say young guns. But I like the rookie idea. I like you know Donruss put rated rookie on it. You know that's a cool thing. Optic has carried over. Um, <laughs> you know it's you know and Donruss they, they have rated rookie on it on on that on their brands. But I gotta tell you, I mean it. it look. Does the 2018 Prism SGA sell for less because it doesn't have the RRC stamp on it? Everyone knows it's his rookie. You know, it's just missing the rookie shield. Someone got an absolute deal. I don't know if you saw this. A SGA rated rookie, one of one black sold. Did you see it in Premiere? You saw the card? Yeah. Now you think that's a steal? 9,600 for his rookie one of one? I mean, SGA has upside. It's hard to say he doesn't. Was it an auto rookie? No. Just the regular, the actual one of one black. It was graded authentic. That I don't think people like that. On a one of one, I wouldn't care. On certain cards, I wouldn't care. Cards that are like, you know, I mean, the cards that you, uh, I mean, authentic, I mean, for the most part, just means it's not going to grade well, you know, yeah. for the most part. Give me your first impressions. How do you process this right here? Photo. Same card, oh. neon green, faded on. False. Grizzly pair. L- not for you. I don't like this green at all. I'm going to tell you my first impression of this is that is a, an ugly card. I don't like it. Neon green is not a color match for anyone, no matter how hard people who collect Tatum want to tell me it is. Just like I was trying to tell you blue shimmer was a color match for Josh Allen. It's kind of not. There are these colors out there that are not color matches for anything. This is a color match for what? It's for like a color a, match. And you have a faded auto. And you're seeing here... And this is, I mean, obviously preference. You're seeing what the market thinks about this. Right now, a Luca rookie auto out of 99 sitting at $420. It's so what do you faded. do with this, with the faded auto? What do you do with that? It's, 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 it's a legit question. And I think the I mean, market- you had a great idea with the autos, right? Like, 
bring Hakeem Olajuwon, a co- yes. you know, his card, have him sign it. Do you mail that to Luca's mom and have her fix it? I I think I think I'm going there next weekend, so I don't have to mail it. And this is why they. The da- call oh him. no, the Dallas show, December twelfth. This is why they call him the Zach Wilson of the hobby, folks. Who calls me that? No one. I just coined it myself. So back to hockey. Um, really cool one. It is not You're the OPC. It is the tops. It is not a nine. It is an eight. An eight, but it's a really nice looking one. It's got the eye appeal. Take a look at the 1979 tops hockey. Wayne Gretzky in the PSA eight. With the PWCC S I appeal designation, you don't see them looking this nice. The tops doesn't have the edge issues the way that the the OPG one does. I kind of like the OPG because of that. A very different condition sensitivity, but this one is nicer than a lot of nines that I've seen. Look at this card. I mean, just a gorgeous example. It's an eight. You know, it's got superior I appeal, and the price is what you'd expect. It's top, so that knocks it down. It's an eight that knocks it down, but it's a really nice looking card. And if you're looking for a a a high grade Gretzky rookie that has all of the eye appeal of of any of the ones higher than this, take a look at this card. It's really nice. What so, do you think, man? Here's what I think, and I appreciate you asking. I take inspiration when I look at this card. Because going into 2023. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. When you look at that hideous PSA label and you look at how far they've come since then, because oh, it's, it's an not old label. where you start, it's where you finish. Take inspiration from that label, ladies and gentlemen, and tag 2023. I like that label. Uh, no one likes that label. I'll, I'll pull it up for you just so you could see. You know what that this label was- looks like to me? It looks like a vintage card. And one day when people have Cage. done their whole turn this label in and get another one, there won't be too many they labels should, like that out there. They They'll all be in this, my attic. They should grade this label uh, MK and OC. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. Okay, so anything else, man? Because I have run through the um, – I think you I got nine, nine cards that I – no, eight cards and a video game. There were some um, coins in this auction. Um, you know, some, some, some silver coins, some silver dollars. I think there's a couple of Morgan dollars in this, which is pretty cool. My grandfather used to collect Morgan dollars. Um, there's going to need to be a level of education for our audience when it comes to coins, because traditionally card collectors art and coin collectors are not the same demo. There's very, there's very little, you know, overlap. I think we've done, you know, maybe a 25, 30, uh, coffee with cages. We've never actually got the question about a coin. Have we? Nope. Do you want no. to give your 90-second kind of thoughts on coins? Yeah, I mean, at least for the beginning here, right, what I would say on on my 90 seconds on coins is I don't think a lot of people are looking in the PWCC auction for coins yet. They, I don't right. think people realize, just like we talked about the comic, right? And, you know, there are some cool coins. I will tell you one, um, Silver Eagles. There's a bunch of Silver Eagles in this one. And... Um, they're actually, you know, they're actually they're actually selling pretty well right now. Um, Silver Eagle co- coins. Um, you can take a look. Just type in NGC. Just if you, if you have a curiosity on this one, um, you know, they grade up to MS seventy is the highest grade. So if you want to look at like a, you know, what would be a, a Beckett ten or an SGC gold label or a PSA ten, that's your MS seventy. <laughs> so if you wanted to look, not expensive right now, Andrew, but you can see some. It's cool because you can see, you know, like. Um, specific labels you could find one with like american flag on it silver eagle that's an ngc slab on it you can you see they're you know just like a psa case and a holder um 
there's some 2021 MS70 Eagles, you know, the $1 coins, uh, but sure. they're actually so real quick, silver. As, sure. uh, so I, um, let me real quick. So I filtered by coins and currency. Mm-hmm. And then I did just this weekly auction. We have 326 items. The highest bid right now is 62 bucks, just to give you guys a little context. Yeah. And a ton, there are a ton of, of different years of the, uh, the silver Eagles, a lot of different silver Eagles, a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of black core mile standishes that are, are pretty nice. Um, you can look at, you know, specific ones. Some of these will tell you what mint they're struck at. Um, we got a cool one with the director's medal of excellence on the slab that was struck in the San Francisco mint. That's I think at $33 right now. This is just a different collection guys. Here's Don't want to spend too much time on it. Go ahead. Here's how I process it. It's, it has collectability and utility is how I think about it. So silver is actually used at a lot of things industrially, right? Yep. So the price of silver, yes, it's a commodity, but it also has utility because it's used in, in industrial stuff. Okay? Yeah, and I mean, it has a history also. So and it has the history. So you just pulled up 300 and something of them. Pull your screen back up again okay. and just type in 1922 MS61. So it's going to be 1922, a space, and then MS61 and see if this works. Okay. So we talk about cards, we talk about vintage, the whole nine yards. The coins have changed for a while, right? Um, but there is a... You know, 1992? A, you know what? Just put no, put 1922 in. Ah. Let's see what pops up. You don't even have to do, you can just do 1922 NGC if you want. There you go. So there's a dollar coin from 1922 at 40 bucks. And even better, so you know, so what you have there, you have a silver dollar. It's a silver dollar coin. You want to back that out, put in 1921 Morgan. Now, this is a Morgan dollar. This is what I was what I said my grandfather collected. These were you know highly collected coins. Um, you know, pretty cool. Pretty cool card over here. Um, looks like it was cleaned, which just like our stuff, people don't love. It's only nineteen. I was I was gonna ask you, can you take Kurt's card care to this? <laughs> well, it's been cleaned, and as you can see on the on the slab, it says cleaned. I don't want to you know go too much into the stuff and digress too much, but you know if if you, it's funny, you know baseball cards, cards in, in itself, they have a history also, you know, numismatics, people love coins and they have a history. Look at that. These, you know, silver dollars folks collect for a long time. I have ones that are even older than the, the you know, the ones that are in this auction. Don't know exactly what I'm going to do with them, but I got them. So cool stuff. Very, very similar to the cards. You can see the graded stuff. Um, just wanted to touch on it because I haven't seen them in, uh, you know, in the auctions, I know they're expanding. Video games, comics, all kinds of fun stuff. What else you got? I'm thinking of putting all my chips into messy cards this weekend. Good nice. idea or bad idea? I think I think that is a fantastic idea. You're lying. I think it's a great idea. So you, so there's this gorgeous 2017 gold uh, messy. You'd be a buyer on it. It's about a twelve thousand dollar last comp. Sure. Why the heck not? What do you think? Should Andrew just put all his money in messy cards? What if he loses? What if he loses? God, he's a, this, this guy breeds geniuses. I mean, what if he loses? It's a, it, I mean, it's a valid question. Do you think uh, he's going to lose? He says no, he's going to win. Why? Because it's messy in a one-game winner-take-all. And he's like a free nine. He runs around. <laughs> and he, has no, he plays positionless soccer. It's the Barca system. What starting fire would you want? I'll build it after the episode. Um... You guys are still on. Yeah, we're still on. We're recording. We wanted to get your. We've been on for a while. Yes, we have. But one thing to consider, and we'll wrap up with this, is 
PWCC is expanding their inventory. Cage just talked about coins. He talked about video games. There's signed memorabilia. There's signed footballs. Uh, it's it's obvious that their mission is to be your one-stop shop for all your collectible needs. So how I would approach this is education before purchase, browse, add it. You know, they said they're going to come out with saved searches, but in reality, the technology is amazing. So you can save your own searches. It's like three different buttons and just start to watch auctions, whether that's coins are interesting, comics are interesting, uh, video games, memorabilia, whatever kind of floats your boat, start watching that market. It'll give you a good pulse of how it's going before you jump in. I mean, did you look at any of the memorabilia that's in here? Some cool stuff and people are probably not looking at it. One of the cooler pieces, and this is one I shouldn't tell our audience about because you should just buy it. But anyway, cool. here you go, audience. Screw Andrew. Screw Take man. a look. It's 155 bucks is what it's sitting at now. So it's right in anybody's price range. Um, type in for me 3,000 hit HIT and see what pops up. It's in memorabilia, obviously. Jeter Rose... Gwyn, Rod, Rod Carew. There you Rod go, Carew. Hall of Famer Rod Carew with a Steiner certificate. This is a 3,000-hit multi-sign baseball with a lot of members of the 3,000-hit crew all on one ball. Really cool-looking thing. Jeter, Winfield. Winnie the Pooh signed this, too. Do not crap on Dave Winfield. We talk about Bo Jackson as one of the greatest athletes. Do me a favor and look up Dave Winfield and – and that is a fun story. By the way, for $28, you want to talk about Christmas time, right? Right now, a Saquon Barkley signed Giants jersey. $28 sitting at. You got a Derek Jeter signed and personalized Yankee jersey, right? Um, if you happen to have a family member whose name is Peter and he's a doctor, it is a great jersey for you because Jeter inscribed it to Dr. Peter, the world's greatest doctor. Uh, it's a very specific inscription. <laughs> Go ahead. What else you got? The disrespect that Carmelo gets is is absurd. Okay. Uh, his Team USA game worn and signed jersey is a thousand dollars. That's right. Now I'm not saying that Melo is is it's a cool jersey too. A USA jersey. I mean, like, can Melo be remembered as? I mean, he's not Barkley, but like same type of vibe. You know, like how we revere Barkley now almost a little bit more than when he played. Mm-hmm. So, listen, I love that ball. You make fun. You call him Winnie the Pooh. But just for the folks out there who don't know who Dave Winfield is, Hall of Famer, 3,000 hits, Dave Winfield was drafted out of college by four teams in three pro sports. He was drafted by the Padres in baseball. He was drafted by the Hawks in the NBA, the Vikings in the NFL, and the Utah Stars in the ABA. Two Professional basketball leagues, the NFL, and the Padres, who ultimately he went out. Check out his 1974 Topps baseball card for his rookie. But just a, a, a supreme talent athlete. Uh, played for the Yankees, outfielder. I got to watch him as a kid pretty much on a daily basis uh, on so a crappy 80s Yankees team. He's basically he's the Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson of the 80s. Um, he, if you stacked Kyler Murray on Russell Wilson's shoulders and mushed them together, that's Dave Wood. He's a big dude. Winfield's not, he, he would never, ever be compared to those guys. A big dude. Big dude. So he's kind of like a smaller guy? Like he's no. Shifty not and small. agile? Not small, not shifty, not agile. Um, definitely not. He... Dude, he was a imposing figure. I met him. I met him at Cipriani's. I met him at a Derek Jeter um, um, 
charity function. Big guy. Made me feel very small, but really nice. Like, big guy, but soft smoking, you know, kind of like me. That's you right. Know, Luca Nation, you're learning much, a you know? lot of things. So, so was he like, he wasn't like the fastest and like really agile and like below six feet, right? He was not fast. He was not agile. He was not below six feet. But one of the, one of the interesting things, guys, if you're down the Dave Winfield rabbit hole, is that what Why we would it? they be? Because everybody loves to do this. He played for the Toronto Blue Jays. And in 1983, do me a favor, type in Winfield 1983 Seagull and look what pops up on your screen. On PWCC or just in the Google? No, no, no. Just in the Google machine. Okay. Winfield, 1933, Eagles. Not Eagles. Seagull. He was Okay, so he's playing with a Seagull in 1933. Let's see if there's a video. <laughs> Dave, Dave Winfield was arrested for killing a Seagull. He accidentally killed a Seagull in 1983. This guy's not nice at all. <laughs> this guy's a kind of a dick. <laughs> Have you guys ever done this thing? So if you go down the beach, you bury yourself in the sand. It was an exhibition game. You put in the fifth inning. Let me let me finish this. Much more important than murder. It's much more important. (laughs) And then you Winfield man French fries on your chest, right? So you have the towel. You're buried under the sand. You put French fries under on your chest. The seagulls come and they start eating it, and then you you grab the seagull to a seagull. What are you gonna do with it once you hatch it? You let it go. And if it loves you, it comes back. How that work for you in life? So, and I've never done a friend has. Oh, okay. A friend. All right. Okay. So Funny little story on this one. Billy Martin was the manager, right? Okay. And you say, wow, it's bird murder. At the time, I don't think they thought of it the same way. But Billy Martin, the manager, uh, <laughs> He throws a ball in from the outfield that he's using to warm up with Winfield, and it actually hits a seagull, right? I mean, it's old exhibition stadium. There were seagulls pretty much everywhere. Um, a lot of debate over whether he did it on purpose or not, uh, but he threw it in a seagull. He was about 80 feet away from the bird when he threw the ball, so if he was doing it on purpose, talk about marksmanship. But Billy Martin's famous quote afterwards, he said, that's the first time Winfield's ever hit the cutoff, man. <laughs> and they, they didn't actually arrest him. Oh, Yes, he got arrested for the unnecessary suffering of an animal. Yep. Wow. What I don't know what was going through their minds. All... I mean, they probably hated the Yankees. Everybody hated the Yankees, but that's exactly what happened, right? Um, he, I think he was released on bail, like $500 in bail, and I think the charges were dropped the next day. You know, they said they found no criminal intent. But I'm telling you, dude, Winfield – I love this. Like they came down on the field and cuffed yeah, him? They, they came and arrested him after the game, I think. I think they arrested, arrested him after the game. He's up in Canada, right? You know, crazy stuff, you know? It's uh, – that's the deal. So what's funny is Billy Martin said, hey, Toronto comes to New York the next week. We're going to get all four of their pitchers arrested. <laughs> it was a fun little uh, fun little deal. But anyway, and did you guys look up – through on the threat? No, 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 no. But Only two just, were arrested. I mean, listen, it was, it was, it was, it's an interesting story, guys. This is baseball. There have been birds killed in baseball. We could talk about Randy Johnson. I remember that. You know, it happens, you know, it it happens in life. I actually think, you know what, now, now I, this one, I have to, I have to look up. There may even be a card with Dave Winfield and a bird. I'm thinking of the provisions (laughs) fleer. Hold on. Let me take a look because then we can really bring this whole story back. Card with bird. Not Larry Bird, 
I'm pretty sure. I think it was a Fleer Provisions one that's got like the black uh, stuff. Oh no, you know who did, did put a bird? I think it was the the Project 2020. One of the artists put a bird in in Dave Winfield. Yeah, somebody messaged me with what the card is. This is why I don't I don't kill you guys on uh, you know uh, looking for this on all this time here. But there was definitely somebody put a seagull on a Dave Winfield card. I'm gonna have to find it now. But for this auction, it's not here. A 3,000-hit baseball with Andrew's favorite, Rod Carew, and Derek Jeter, and Dave Winfield. For a bunch of good stuff. Like, a, like a, a, a bunch of good stuff. Are you bidding on anything? I'm bidding on a bunch of stuff. Oh, keep yeah. It private. I tried. No, I don't keep it private. I Presidential on... autographs. Cage has a, you know, a, like. bit of that, a bit of a love fest with those right now. I do. I do. I like presidential autographs. You know, I like who would be one president that you would have if you, you could pick one? Um, Abe. Uh, Abe Lincoln's a great one. A lot of signatures for Abe Winfield. Uh, Abe Winfield for Abe Lincoln, though, because you know it's uh, he signed a lot of stuff. He was a lawyer, you know, so his name's on a lot of documents. A lot of people don't know or on Lincoln. He had uh, three different types of signatures on it. You know, some are just a Lincoln. Um, What's the most valuable uh, president? Is it George Washington? No, I think Lincoln. I think Lincoln. There are some other ones. I mean, like, um, if you're talking about, like, signed while that president, like Polk. I mean, people who didn't serve for that long. But, I mean, but I, I would say just for what I was doing, I would try to get a Lincoln. I'd get a, a Washington. Maybe third would be Kennedy. Just, you know, from name, value, recognition, the fact that he didn't live, obviously, a very long time after being president and signed a lot of autographs. Um, so that's a tough one. Um, yeah, the dinner with Mark Mader was basically last time he was seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, do you exactly. know anybody has like a complete set that like a similar item, whether it's like all checks, they have all of the presidential autos. From, that'd be kind of cool. Like we talk about complete very cool. sets, but like that would be really cool if you have all the president's autos on like you know signed checks, hypothetically. That would be very cool. Um, I'm trying to think. What Are you worried I, that, like, you know how our culture, we we change our alliances sometimes where it's like, at first, this president is so revered and he's done so much, but then in like a 50 years goes by and we like almost try to cancel him. So are you worried about that type of thing with holding autos? Hmm. No, no, I'm not. I mean, listen, you, history does kind of change stuff, right? Um, Usually it works in favor of people holding autos. I mean, you could get Alexander Hamilton autographs five, five, ten years ago, significantly cheaper. And then the Broadway show came out and everybody learned a little more about his life. It became a huge hit and, you know, people were focused on him. He's a founding father that never became president and people don't really talk about too much. And now all of a sudden his, you know, his story got out there a little bit. His autographs worth a little more. You know, I have one. Um, but yeah, cool stuff. I I wouldn't worry about that with you know with with the presidential stuff, but you never know. What else you, you got, got for me? I mean, fifty-five we minutes. All, man. We covered it all. We get coins, comics, uh, coins, memorabilia, uh, video games, cards. We hit it all. Luca Nation will be back tomorrow, eleven a.m. Somebody sent me a DM with the Winfield. I'm pretty sure it's Winfield car with like a bird on it. I think that's that one. Let it that go. one. They don't care. I care. It doesn't matter. Most of them weren't even born when this Winfield played in 1933. Uh, <laughs> are we doing whatnot at 11? That's at that's during halftime of the World Cup. We'll figure that out. Maybe sure. we'll push it. Okay, sure. 
Uh, okay, we'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> Luca Nation. We love you. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now nah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.